0: Hello, I'm Martin and I'm Paul and welcome to a rather festive edition of the Two Gingers podcast. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought as it's, uh, as it's that time of year we thought we'd do a Christmas special and dive back into the archives to see what Christmas was like for two lads from Birmingham growing up in the 90s.
1: Yeah, and we're very much excited to share with you some of our absolutely shit and also, brilliant stories from our childhood, <laughs> Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, all of the days that go around it, um, and just to hopefully connect and uh, um, sort of evangelise about some of the nice, nice things, um, and not so nice things, about our Christmas experiences as kids. Okay, okay. so, first, uh, first things first, are you a big fan of Christmas, or are you more bar humbug? I'm a Christmas fan, Mark. I, yeah. I love Christmas. Yeah. I think everyone likes that. Whether you're, like, whether you're religious or not, I think Christmas is, it's that time of year when you know you're going to get to down tools, whether it's school or whether it's work now, as grown-ups, you're going to be able to you know, switch off, you're going to be able to veg out, eat loads of food. Yeah. I mean, yeah, food's a big part of it now, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of... This segment is going to be covered in food. There's going to <laughs> there'll be a few food mentioned, yeah. It's, just a, it's a time of year, like, in this day and age where it's all about well-being, it's a time of year where you get to genuinely be kind to yourself. Yeah. I think it's that time of year now, as you, as,
0: probably as you view it, I don't know if you feel the same thing, that everyone just seems to be a little bit happier. Yeah. A little bit more willing to do anything or just yeah. up for anything.
1: You talked about our time, our uh, Christmas, uh, our supermarket experiences as we ventured into the working world. Yeah. It was the best time of year at, at a supermarket because every customer, every colleague was just like jovial, in better spirits, even if they were running into the shop to get a last yeah. minute present or bag of sprouts or whatever it was, you were doing it with a smile on the face because they could sort of, yeah, that's something, something that everyone was looking forward to. Although so. we
0: didn't lot of working over it.
1: That was no, one th- when no. we first found out that we had to do that, yeah. Well, I you work over Christmas. But people have to work over Christmas, don't they? Just don't the don't the teachers just let them go at three yeah. o'clock and then you run home? No, no, you have to work Christmas Eve. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a massive massive fan of a um, Christmas. I'm all in, all up for it. the Instagram the Instagram post will, yeah. will reflect uh, very kindly on your Christmas jumper choice. Yeah. Um, there has been times where you've had Christmas bauble beard, Yeah, yeah, ba- beard yeah baubles definitely. As well.
0: we'll get some of that on there as well. I'm probably annoyingly into Christmas to some of my work colleagues. And when I might start, is it time for those Christmas tunes yet? Is it time to go and get that Christmas tree out yet? Is it fair game? Um, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I love uh, this time of year. Um, okay, so let's take it back. Um, what are some of your earliest Christmas memories uh, I've
1: got, I, think, so, I think so. This has been—it's been nice to sort of prep for this episode because it's really made me think about how much I remember of uh, of that particular time of my childhood. So, mm. I think you remember like the iconic presents, um, and you remember sort of like particular sort of TV programs that you would watch or. But what what's been nice is has been remembering like things that we did every year that I didn't realise were like kind Mm -hmm. of a tradition or became a bit of a habit. Yeah. um, Yeah. Earliest Christmas memories. um, Probably instantly made made me connect with the first big special present I got as a as a lad, which was a a Sega. uh, I think it was a Sega Mega System. Master System. Master System. Master System. So we're talking probably early '90s. Yeah, we're talking eight-bit console, yeah. so like proper pixelated. Yeah, um, I think we had Alex the Kid on it. Maybe There was yes. a couple of cu- couple of big yeah. big games on it. Um, maybe Italian '90 was on it as well.
0: Or Italian '90 is that Italian where you, you know you could be Nigeria, but if the player if you scored a goal, it was still a, a white person. Yeah, <laughs> always celebrating, <laughs> celebrating across the screen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's probably my earliest memory yeah. was getting a um a mega drive a master system, sorry. Um that computer console and thinking, Oh, this is this is the best thing that's ever mm. happened to anyone in the existence of humanity.
0: <laughs> I've got a similar thing with that was when I got my Sega Mega Drive too. Oh, God. And it was the one obviously where you got Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yeah. I remember being absolutely Yeah, over the moon. Yeah couldn't couldn't get me words out like mega mega like you sorry that's what i wanted that's that's what i'd asked for and when like i unwrapped it, it like, oh, i like finally got 16 bits That 16 was. bit sonic the hedgehog 2 i think i someone had someone who bought me dick tracy wow to go along with it i think i had mortal kombat and i don't think mum exactly knew what mortal kombat was but no. so i think i still got <laughs> mortal kombat and, and played that so yeah that was a that was a massive christmas present big thing at the time as well yeah um aladdin I yeah, like I that, remember
1: a lad that, that game with it, it was, I mean I don't know if we lad allowed to Jackson's Michael Jackson's mo- um, do you remember Michael Jackson's yeah. Moonwalker big big game that was a big game on the yeah. Mega Drive oh well, yes yeah, before
0: we knew a lot of things
1: Paul that's <laughs> the, cool, the coolest thing that anyone has ever done <laughs> is flick that coin into the jukebox yeah. and then Shamone
0: just oh, yeah. moonwalking I don't know how they got a game out of that but <laughs> they managed to all it in uh, yeah so uh, some of mine as well was it was. do you remember the anticipation like in primary school in particular like when you hit December And it was just that pure countdown in school. School couldn't go quick enough. No. I always thought that school seemed to just trot along nicely. But when it got to December, it seemed to last forever. The days just seemed to go so slowly. (laughs) Um, But as you're doing this massive countdown uh, towards Christmas. Um, Or putting up the decorations myself, obviously, with with mum and the family. Um, And that's another interesting point is how decorations of trains through the year so what was the sort of some of the stuff that, that used to go up in your house were, were your family big on decorations were the lights everywhere
1: or was it oh, how was it like yeah. dad, dad's classy mom mm. and dad are classy yeah um, so we had fl- floral wallpaper yeah floral carpet floral three piece suite so that meant that we had to tie in love, like with all of those greens, reds, <laughs> yellows, yeah. oranges, we tied in the Christmas decorations. So yeah. it was like someone had just vomited colour <laughs> into our front room. And what I've put about Christmas decorations, so all I've put is, I suspect they were highly flammable. Yeah. So the more flammable, the better, the shinier they were, yeah. the more likely they were going to cause some form of implosion. But also, like, it's something that, I didn't realise until I was, we were sort of talking about doing this Christmas special. I don't think we we cared about anyone else seeing our decorations. So literally, all of our decorations were in our own house. Yeah. Be like with the shirt curtains shut, doors closed. No one could see the decorations. No. We had, the lights we had in our living room, or the you know the things the tinsel that we wrapped around the the light fittings or whatever. It was all in in the house. Whereas now, it feels like there's been a shift for like people to. Um, you know, almost to sort of get all their lights and everything on display for everyone else to see how big and showy their house. Yeah, I don't remember the,
0: us putting up outside lights. No, to be never. fair, you should be inside. Like you used to love the Christmas tree, and that's where main sort of lights were. They didn't yeah. seem to be like in many other places. Lots of tinsel, which yeah. is I think I don't know if it sort of fell out of fashion a little bit, a little bit now. But it was everywhere. Well, love, love a bit of yeah, tinsel. It was everywhere in our house, wrapped around as much things as you could um do you
1: remember those things those little things that sort of constantine and dan you sort of stretch them out yeah you'd have to put little um clips into the wall or whatever yeah. to try and pin them up Or well, corner basically like these rings like paper rings or yeah. you
0: put from corner to corner yeah um in your living room our our mom used to put balloons in each corner they weren't i don't know if they were going christmas balloons or anything it was just balloons in each corner the living room or these embossed sort of like 3D Christmas scenes, Santa Claus or yeah. with Rudolph <laughs> just got pinned to your wall. I was like, if that goes up, this house is going on <laughs> And then card readers, oh, sorry, card readers, card holders. Yeah, yeah, card all, holders all over what the place. Was,
1: like, we had to display every card. I mm-hmm. couldn't tell you what anyone had wrote on it, yeah. any of those cards. We might as well have gone to the card shop yeah. and just displayed the cards that mm-hmm. we liked because those cards, they went... On the card holder, yeah, or like glit, like tapes to the back of a door, and then they got recycled, yeah. or, or back in those days, went straight in the bin, yeah. Because I guess that was before the days of recycling. Um, but yeah, so that's that's something I remember about decorations. I mean, it's interesting you mentioned about decorating, like with scenes and stuff, because we didn't have a chimney breast, so we had one of those miracles where Father mm-hmm. Christmas made it into the house, yeah, with a special care because we didn't have a chimney breast, so how could he get through the gas fire? Is that,
0: <laughs> that's interesting, it is about, like, what all families, what they're, how they do it, Yeah, this is the thing, Log there's not just a set list, is there a tick list for, however, anyone celebrates Christmas, everyone's got their own, sort of quirks, and, sort of idiosyncrasies, haven't they, about how they, about the, how, how they do it I so how did that work, well, obviously, with, with your brothers as well, like, was, um, were they, look, like, mega, mega excited, and, you know who got up first in the morning how how did it work with you with your brothers?
1: well i just i always got up first because i was the i was the the oldest but i was also the greediest one so i'd yeah. get up first every day anyway because that meant i had first access to breakfast <laughs> so that didn't that change your first thought yeah first thought: i need yeah. to get fed yeah and then the rest of the day will sort itself out <laughs> but on christmas day um yeah it was it was probably me sort of tapping tapping the other two to say, "Come on, it's time, yeah, and a lot of the presents would like if we had an idea of what presents we wanted or whatever we'd asked mm-hmm. for, a lot of them were you know we never used to ask for a lot really, so if we did ask for something, it was usually something that we all wanted, mm-hmm. so you know in the circumstance of a a mega a master system, you yeah, know that would have been something that both me and Mike had asked for um and it would have been like a big, a big deal, mm-hmm. um, and in, it, it had to have two controllers because it was our, like, it was our collective present really? Mm-hmm. That and a, a, a shitty little telly to play it on. We were absolutely over the moon. Yeah, and we kept that telly for about fifteen years. I think it was an eight-inch screen. Don't you? <laughs> you can get, you can get tablets with big phones with bigger, bigger yeah. screens now. And you were still told
0: to sit away from it in case your eyes went square. Yeah, it gets square eyes yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't see it from the other side of the room. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I was similar with uh, with my uh, sister. I'd always, you know, straight in there. Right, as soon as I'd woke up, like, <gasps> right, yeah. yeah, let's get let's get down there quick. And Mum and dad would always beat us up every year. Every year, I was adamant that oh, I'm going to get up before you, so I'm going to come in and white you up. So. But it never happened. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never got so. I never got that opportunity. Looking back at the, um, those years and growing up in the nineties, how much would you say, or look, uh, that you that your parents um, sort of put that Christmas spirit on you? How much did they make you believe? Or such, how much did they make it a, like a magical time, or
1: or not at all? I think we always knew it was important. Yeah. I think no, they worked. They worked bloody hard. So for mm. them, like it was that you know it was the sort of realising of like probably in some cases a year's worth of hard work or mm-hmm. sacrifice. So, yeah. you know, they like they they didn't really ask for a lot. I know dad would always, he'd always make uh, a bit of an extra effort to try and treat mum as well because it was, you know, the time of year for you to to be able to sort of make that little bit of extra effort for your partner. But mum was, like, she's not she's not high maintenance at all. It was all about, like, us mm-hmm. getting that opportunity to um to be like to be happy and be spoiled a little bit to some extent um but for them to take like a little bit of pleasure from the fact that they were going to be off and be able to enjoy it with us and you that mom would work through christmas quite quite often with some of the jobs that she was doing so she'd probably get a couple of days sort of slotted in that time to be able to sort of um, to kick off her shoes and and enjoy herself but yeah it was a i think you just sort of you know bounce off each other the energy just creates itself like you said from yeah. school every day you know you're counting down you're counting down those days until you you're off and the teachers are looking forward to that break as well yep. that school party which everyone loves <laughs> yeah. knee, knee slides party rings party rings i was going to say party rings man. and some squash yeah
0: well how much would you say you know obviously you've got your own kids now and obviously you've tried to make you make a christmas a special how much would you say of that your love
1: for that came from your parents and that upbringing, in the nineties. I don't know. I think mm. I think that's probably been more from uh, from my uh, from my other half. To be honest, I think mm. she she helped she's helped sort of polish and sort of refine the things that like really make like the whole sort of magic of Christmas more special for yeah. the kids. So I probably wouldn't have even picked up on some of that stuff. of yeah. Sort of blindly just cracking on, just happy to get a big dinner on Christmas Day. So <laughs> like, oh, no, I you know you know. Think about think about all of the things that go into it, and yeah. you know, even to this day, she she has to remind me. Like, have you wrote a list of stuff that you might want, or yeah, you know, and that sort of stuff. I'm I'm absolute rubbish at that because I yeah, I'm not really I'm not really that sort of materialistic. I don't really I'm not really that fussed about getting stuff. It's just about enjoying the time. Yeah, um, you know, and having good food, good drink, you know, and just just being able to chill out. That's what that's what I like. So, um, that's probably the thing that sort of imparted on us most from our parents like it wasn't necessarily about getting loads of presents it was about the time that you had off to see people that you didn't always see yeah um, and to you know to switch off I look
0: I look back at some of the some of the little things that your parents did to sort of make you sort of fully look believe in the magic and 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 whatever and it's something that obviously I look to do uh, with my own daughter now it's because it's such a short it's such a short period of time that you are a kid yeah and when you are in that sort of truly or truly like believe um, believe, it's it's nice. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want her to take those memories like away from her or, or from when we grew up as well. Like I always remember, there was one particular year where we'd wrote our letters and we put them on the, put them on the fireplace. Now, obviously, me and my sister we were lying on the lying on the floor watching the telly and we put it on the fireplace, which was just next year next to me. And I'm adamant that I kept my eye, I kept the corner of my eye on this fireplace.
1: you going to hear a the old was, story.
0: Well, I was just like, well, we can't, you can't go anywhere because uh, I've got half an eye on this. Um, and then the next thing that I turned around, it was gone. And I was fully like, where has that gone? And my uh, mum and dad, all, well, it's obviously it's gone, obviously it's, it's disappeared. And that to me was at the moment I was full of like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my how's that Good happened magic. i was I was watching that that's all that's pure magic that's happened, and it was just little things like that that obviously your parents did um I probably hadn't turned around for half an hour, but in my mind, I was constantly look like, I'd kept an eye on that um uh, yeah and and similar story to uh, what you were saying there your parents working hard all year um they were obviously looking back at there was. Tough times, which we'd mentioned in previous episodes of the pod, but Christmas times we never went without. Um, even if it was just stuff that was just little bits and pieces that was you know from wherever, or it was your one main present, and there was just but there was always stuff there. Yeah. And whether that was because we'd again had worked really hard, or that to save up money just for Christmas, um, but Christmas was always, you know, it was always like a sort of a happy time. We always had we always had stuff there to open or. Uh, and be grateful for was um, that similar with you, with yourselves there was, there was always you never went without a Christmas no I think oh. I think
1: Christmas was that time where you like you didn't afford yourself the opportunity to indulge a little bit yeah. Like but that that's what I'd pick up on from my parents because you know we like you said there were there were times that were hard there were times when you could tell that like you know we had to make certain certain sacrifices or choices but at Christmas I think it's just that time. That time in England, the weather is absolutely crap. Yes, never are really you want know, it to be. You're really? halfway, you know, halfway through winter, maybe like you know, just mm. sort of a month into the winter season. It's been dark forever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just like you know, just just crank the heating up a little bit. Yeah, you know, just stay in, give yourself the excuse of not having to run around and do anything, you know, and and get, just treat yourself with a few extra little bits of food or whatever. Yeah. And it just makes the whole, like, it just makes everything a bit different, doesn't it? It just makes yeah. you feel a lot better.
0: I think some of it as well came from, um, with parents, well, I don't know if it was similar to your parents, is, um, they didn't necessarily like, have too much growing up, if you think no, about like, growing up in that sure, 60s yeah. and 70s uh, when they grew up. So I think um, dad in particular, um, mom was, was always, obviously at home, mom, dad was working a lot, but... I think it was, uh, so she'd be the one that would be have the Christmas tunes on or we'd yeah. be doing this or doing this, let, writing letters to whoever or making cards and stuff like that. But then I think it was, maybe probably dad who was responsible for spoiling us slightly at Christmas because he never had that much at Christmas. Um, wouldn't have had lot like, too many things there. So it was always a case of oh no, no, we'll, yeah. we'll do this. We'll go a bit of an extra mile at, at Christmas. So do it was the same with uh, with yours? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you
1: know, I, I think my, so. mum's one of six and my dad was one of four. So, mm-hmm. You know, they sort of grew, grew up like you said in that time where maybe there was that to share a little bit more or whatever and mm-hmm. you know, having their own kids that sort of responsibility um you just just making sure that they've they could say hand on heart that they had done everything they could and they absolutely did yeah at the time they absolutely did uh, they might have bought some math presents but <laughs> no <laughs> they might have done but um but yeah we i couldn't have sort of wanted for a uh, a different childhood or a different um, a different experience at, at that time of year because it was yeah. just you know you could you could tell um, it was all about trying to make us happy
0: yeah are um, we allowed to talk about NAF presence got, we, we've mentioned we've mentioned like our absolute peak presence when we were kid like the the mega drive two and the master system, but are we allowed to mention like, NAF presence i think we've got to. I think, I think we've
1: got a duty a duty of Care to people, to listeners, to talk yeah. about the worst presents we've had. On I mean, Christmas.
0: <laughs> I've got, I've got one. I've got one from my mother, uh, from my parents of one year, and then one from my nan, bless her. Um, one year I got from mum and dad. It was, uh, a f- you know, obviously friends. Obviously everyone knows friends. But I'd got they used to come out. They used to release uh, certain episodes just on VHS. So yeah. it wouldn't be like a DVD with all the episodes on it. It'd be like episodes. One to five episodes, not Six nine to, to 12. twelve. Yeah, <laughs> so I got a random episodes seventeen to twenty one from episode, from season four or whatever. So, so I couldn't watch any of the ones before or after, but I could watch these four on repeat. So that was that was pretty decent. So I managed to get into the middle of a season. Yeah,
1: I um, remember. Uh, I remember I got. I think I got Michael Owen Soccer School. That was a special <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, so you could listen to the least un- the most uncharismatic footballer in the history of sport. <laughs> Giving you footballing advice about how to improve your soccer skills, yeah. Um, and I don't know whether that was a sub- that, It wasn't a very subtle message that I needed to train harder. I don't know from yeah. uh, from my dad, um, but I did put. And I put it. I think a lot of people can uh, connect with this. So anyone who buys anyone a present that requires batteries should give it a lot of thought. Now these days you can get rechargeable batteries. They're quite mm. easy to get hold of, um, and boxes and toys are much better at saying batteries included or not included so you know, the clue is on the title um but we got one year we got a remote control car yeah a little rebound N- nikon rebound thing yeah and it was wicked for 20 minutes mark <laughs> Then the batteries went and i don't think i ever used it again i used it for 20 minutes in the kitchen on christmas day yeah and then it was done and, dusty. Was it. and then it went i don't know where it went it went in the box but if you're going to go to the effort of getting a toy for yeah. a kid that involves batteries you know, it, you've got you've got a it's like a like a dog is for life not for christmas yeah. don't get an, a remote control car is for life not just for christmas
0: yeah. and used to wrap the batteries up separate oh, that's nice you open them up as a present so you'd open them up as a present right, right. triple A's. a's. yeah <laughs> absolutely oh not. yeah well you need them so separately i mean she was a uh, we could sit here and do a whole episode of some of the stuff that i got i mean she, you don't get me wrong you'd get like a decent present but then She'd fill it out, so she used she gave my dad a box of paracetamol the one year. No, for Christmas. Well, you've always having an headache, so I thought I'd give you a paracetamol. Twenty three Yeah, awesome. I remember the one year, just you know. Uh, as a lad, you, you know, the age you're getting sort of eleven, twelve, thirteen, and you might start wanting wearing a little bit of aftershave or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So you your nan and get you some that's, that's come from the pound up. shop or something like that, and it Man. smells or like toilet duck or something. Yeah. Oh thank,
1: thanks, nan. Wouldn't you wear that aftershave? Oh, I've used it. I've used it all, nan. Well, I think that's a like yeah. in terms of like staple yeah. Christmas presents in the nineties. Growing up, you couldn't go wrong with a selection box. Oh yeah. Selection boxes were staples, and mm-hmm. we, had, we had quite a few aunties and uncles. And mm-hmm. if any of them bought us a selection box, we were happy. Yeah. If any of them bought us a link set, a links box set, we were happy enough with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, if they, you know, if they bought us like a little box of chocolates, you're like, yeah, what's, yeah don't don't even bother. Yeah. yeah we're <laughs> going to eat those in ten seconds and, and think <laughs> and think nothing of it. But I also put on my worst yeah. list, and I think we talked about this in an earlier episode. So the one year, I got a beautiful blue BMX bike. Great present. Mm. Father Christmas couldn't deliver it through the fireplace because it was too big. Mm. So he really nicely left it in the porch with a sheet over it. We came running down, there are the bikes, happy as Larry. But the reason why that wasn't one of my best presents is because about three months later, my parents sold the bikes because they got (laughs) fed up of watching us fall off on them so the story was well we had we found we had mom knew she had a a friend who had two kids who couldn't afford to buy bikes at the time or whatever we had two bikes that i think personally mom was just fed up with gathering dust in the house somewhere yeah Uh, we didn't have loads of room so it was like right put two and two together mate let's make four so probably. they probably pocketed about sixty quid from selling our bikes, which probably cost them a hundred quid. So they've lost forty quid. It's probably where your remote control went, it's yeah, no, It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> so family more need in ours. Yeah. Um, but yes, the BMX is on the list of best and worst presents. Best for that day. Worst because we didn't even see it the next year. It was gone. It was gone. <laughs> <laughs> So what are the, some, of the,
0: some of the Christmas additions uh, that you used to do as a family? So a big one for us, and I still do it a little bit now, is get mom mum and dad get you in the car and you drive around to go see other people's likes.
1: Yeah, got to do that. I've done it with my kids. <laughs> what about when, the, when Father Christmas is going round as well? Do you get yeah. excited about that, Mark? When Father Christmas does. So does, for those that don't know, yeah. around Birmingham, there's a, a local sort of... Trust or... Uh, it's the Scout, It's the isn't Legion, it? Isn't, it? Yeah, scouts, isn't it? Yeah, the Scout, yeah. Yeah, the, like the British Legion will arrange for some some poor local lady dress up, get on a sleigh and get towed around the streets at five mile an hour. <laughs> and honestly, it's the happiest you ever... Yeah. If you hear the... Blasting, if you hear the, those,
0: blasting the music. If you like, hear can the it? ghetto
1: blaster going, Yeah.
0: You can hear it from two streets away.
1: Yeah, then Just you know him. he's coming. Oh, he or man, she's coming.
0: I was proper excited and even um, Lila, my own daughter couple of years back she was fast asleep i went and got her up yeah <laughs> he's coming down the road blasting this music goes, oh come on santa's. santa's coming down the road in the back of a land rover we need to get
1: out there <laughs> it's the most exciting thing yeah. every year we're looking at the route to see where he's going uh, and we'll be out we'll be clapping yeah you know whether it's raining we'll have our coats on they'll be going out collecting um and we we'll, yeah absolute tradition but like you said when we were younger people having lights on their houses was a like a bit of a, like it was a bit of a special thing. Yeah. So we would, I remember one year we drove around Shirley, which was about five miles from where we lived. Yeah. Just to because it was close to where dad worked. So he must've driven through there at some point and mm-hmm. said, he must've thought, well, this would be a good evening yeah. out with the kids. I'll go and take them down Bill's lane and show them the lights.
0: Yeah. But I'll, collect, I'll do that now. Like if I'm driving yeah. somewhere even and I'll go, Oh, that's that's a decent little stretch that is. So I'll have yeah. to remember to sort of yeah. bring Lyra on a night out and, um, <laughs> and can
1: drive around that was a big thing we were growing up it was. That, was that definite tradition was going around seeing other people that bothered to decorate the outside <laughs> of their houses okay what about what about Christmas dinner then mate what was what was on Christmas dinner for you guys growing up I'd like to say it was like you know some form of Gordon Ramsay-esque tea I mean yeah. there'd always be a lot of effort put into the bird so the, yeah. the turkey would always be cooked mm-hmm. it would always be turkey There'd always be another choice of meat as well. So, bonus meat, you know, there's one thing. Bonus <laughs> meat. That's Christmas. a tagline for the episode. Yeah. Yeah, bonus kid, meat. Christmas turkey and bonus meat. Yeah. Um, vegetables would usually be boiled to boogeray. Yeah. So, and we'd have the sprouts. Like, I don't, we're going get, to get onto the food we like and don't oh, no, like. Yeah. But yeah. Brussels sprouts would always be boiled absolutely within an inch <laughs> of their lives. Um, I don't remember, like, it's a good welcome additional bonus meat. Um, like an addition to Christmas days but I don't remember pigs in blankets being as big as they no, are
0: no I don't remember having Christ- pigs in blankets remember I when think that's
1: become a bit of a yeah. I think the pork board are on they're on to something I think they've managed to sort of subliminally get that into yeah, us that we need to sell more at Christmas what yeah. we need it's is a bit of turkeys are out selling us we need pigs in blankets we need now as to get, as get well. some more we need to get some more pork in these people so yeah. pigs, in, pigs in blankets is a more recent mm. addition but I remember about the thing about Christmas dinner was it it was more about the event as well because you Mm. like what what other time in the year are you are your parents trying to think about a starter (laughs) never (laughs) we've got to have a starter (laughs) why have we got to have a starter this dinner is massive already what do we need a starter it's tradition (laughs) (laughs) and then pudding straight afterwards you're like sitting there thinking what other yeah we'd have pudding on a Sunday a Sunday dinner we you know uh, dad Dad and would make a good effort for a Sunday and that was always a day where we had a nice we'd have a nice tea on a Sunday, but um, and we would usually have a pudding, or no, not quite frequently. We'd have a pudding, not maybe not every week. But Christmas, it was all about banging it in to so that, that period of time. Yeah. And yeah, kitchen was a, kitchen was a right off. Go chunker. nowhere near the kitchen. We have no. to walk through the. We used to have to walk through the kitchen to get back, like get to our bedroom or get to the bathroom. Um, and you'd run through there because it was carnage. Yeah. You just like, like it was basically the equivalent of like a
0: Michelin butler's. Like, <laughs> as a kid though look you could probably take down a fair amount and then crack on with what you're doing but as an adult now if I eat that amount of food my body's all straight away going Rot, I need to sleep yeah could I could do with a nap here and this is one of, one of my um, one of my not too proud Christmas moments is where I ate myself silly and was actually sick oh. where, and this how is how old are we talking this is only a few years ago this okay, is we're talking so this is at my this is at my wife's adulthood uh, yeah this is at my wife's parents house um I think it was, it was either Christmas Day or Boxing Day or one of the days around there and we'd gone round to see them for Christmas and I think her mum was just overjoyed at the fact that someone was going to be there to clear the plate yeah. because Han, my wife's not a big eater her sister's not a big eater so You did, Kids,
1: jo- joey from Friends. did you a joey literally
0: and she poured my plate high yeah. high um, and I, because I'm, see, I'm polite and I'm, <laughs> I'm scared I've demolished this dinner even though I probably could have stopped about halfway through it to yeah. be honest but smashed this dinner down then there was a bit of food, obviously on the night time because this is another thing about Christmas—you've had that massive dinner, but then on the night time you still got to have a massive buffet it's, as as well. So it's unrelenting. So I'd, obviously, it's carnage not, really. There's, there's no <laughs> logic to it.
1: We <laughs> I and this, I mean, we skipped over breakfast, like yeah. No, Oh yeah,
0: I'd had breakfast as well. So then we'd gone to bed, and just half a foot of I thought so, I don't feel good here. And I generally don't I can, feel good. The
1: only thing I can almost sort of slightly relate it to is when, when I've talked to friends who, uh, sort of neighbours who've celebrated like Eid and stuff like that, yeah. and they talk about how it's just relentless, eat, eat, mm. like as soon as you break fast or whatever, it's just about cramming as much food down you as yeah. you possibly can in the shortest period of time. Mm. And when they sort of relate the stuff that they've they've eaten in that time, I think, oh, I couldn't eat that. But, but the equivalent is Christmas, which yeah. is when you're like, right, we get up, we're eating. <laughs> <laughs> we're eating all day, non-stop.
0: Oh, yeah, I think we was, um, I think we was a two-meat household yeah. as well, growing up. Turkey and... Would you Gannon, uh, did you go gammon? No, I beef? think we were, we were turkey and beef, I think, yeah, growing up. choice. Classy choice.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I, I would love to... I've never done gammon. I don't think, on Christmas Day. You should you should give it a try yeah right? it's a different it's I mean, if
1: you hit if you hit gammon on the on the carvery yeah we all yeah, do lock lot gammon on the carvery it. it's the same it's just on Christmas Day yeah well, I do think the thing that catches you out on Christmas when it comes to the food though is the, it's the it's the uh, secret eating in between as well <laughs> because that's the day when there's just chocolates lying around the house yeah. everywhere and you think oh one more chocolate's not going to ruin my appetite
0: but you feel like it's almost like whenever you go to a buffet on holiday it don't matter how many times you go up, you always got to have, a, a yeah. have a few chips with it because we're English, yeah. Just we'll have a few chips with that. It's
1: all inclusive, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Day is all inclusive.
0: Yeah. But if, so you've got these sweet jars and these trays that have got chocolates and sweets on, so every time you walk, not even to go and get one, I'll just nab one as I'm walking
1: past. And by the end of the day, you've probably eaten an old box. And I think it gets worse, I think it's got worse for us as we've got older. And you know, I know, I know, I know that you like speaking on candidly on your behalf you're quite similar to me in that you're not, you don't ask for a lot of Christmas so no, no, no. that means you're a nightmare to buy presents for <laughs> yeah. which means that people just buy you chocolate yeah, or booze so those are two things yeah. so you end up with bottles and bottles of booze and you're thinking right well I'd like I like room but I'm not going to drink that much rum in the next three days yeah. or you end up with mountains of chocolate yeah. and again it's the same I like chocolate but I might eat the occasional bit of chocolate on the weekend or like on the evening all of a sudden i've got 40 kilos of chocolate (laughs) to eat and then it's just lying around the house and then you're thinking well dinner's not for two hours Mm. maybe i'll just slot it in and then you realize that you've got a starter and it's game over yeah i can't believe you were sick though that's
0: yeah yeah, i was and that was at at their at their house as well and everyone was like oh did you eat something funny i was like no i think i've just eaten too too much but i'm not a child I'm in my mid-30s and I've eaten too much like a dog doesn't know when to stop <laughs> doesn't know when to stop and has ended up being sick because of too much food in fact I think when I'd finished that dinner I straight away said I've got to go and take my jeans off
1: I don't think, I, I don't think I was, you should feel sorry I yeah. don't think you should feel bad about that I think you like you should be angry your body's let you down <laughs> <laughs> it did It did let me
0: down on that occasion it wasn't almost dinner So, did you see um, many of your family around Christmas, or was it just your sort of core? Or was did you have any traditions where you'd see um, grandparents or aunts and uncles uh, over that period?
1: So, for for us, Mm. there was two two things when I was sort of doing my call it research into the episode. Yeah. There's one tradition when it comes to family, and it's a tradition. I don't know whether it's died or not, but it's a tradition we had in the '90s. I'm sure you had it as well you had to phone everyone up and thank them for the presents you got, yeah. even if they were shit presents. Yeah. And even if like, even if the present wasn't even worth getting. So like if you got a selection box, which you might've been happy with, it was fine. Yeah. Token present. you got to phone your auntie up or your uncle up. Say, thank you very much for your selection box. I really like it. I really like a Snickers. <laughs> and So phoning up your relatives. I mean, I'd yeah. always phone up my nan, um, Thank her because she'd always, she'd always, or well, granddad and nan would always put like money, usually money in a card or something, like mm-hmm. towards a present or whatever. And um, so I'd phone her, and she'd be like, she'd get 17 phone calls, I think, because we'd have to, like, we'd all have to individually speak to her. Yeah. Um, so that was one tradition. And I was tr- trying to think about whether my kids do the same, but now they're a bit older. I don't know whether they do now because they've got their own phones and stuff. I think they're just WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cheers, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> or a picture with them holding something saying great, yeah. Um, but I think we we probably would have sort of like, maybe pushed them towards like saying thank you or like recording a message and then sending it to someone. But we did, we probably did that for them. We, we had to write, write letters, well, if you can send as well, she'd have to write. So, so relatives, yeah, if further was, away, yeah. If
0: you, if you had relatives that further away, someone had sent a present, I had to, yeah, write a letter thanking,
1: yeah.
0: For, that selection box. Yeah. <laughs> it's cost more to send a letter than that selection box. has probably cost. <laughs> Write a letter to your nan thanking her <laughs> for the battery. She brought,
1: <laughs> she wrapped it for you.
0: Well, you know, we had our nan round our yeah, every she. Christmas yeah. day, um, um, dad's uh, mum, and then I'm pretty sure for a while we had mum's um, uh, mum and dad as well. Um, so it we always used to be grand both sets of grandparents would obviously
1: come round to our house, so we'd see them. No, that would so that wouldn't happen on yeah. our... so. It was always just the four or the five of us on Christmas mm. Day yeah. when, my, when my youngest brother came along. It was the five of us. So it was always the five of us and it was always at our own house at Christmas Day. Mm. Boxing Day was a big thing because that was when we used to go to my dad's, to my grand my grand and granddad's house. So they, mm-hmm. they'd put on like the equivalent of a Christmas dough at their house at, at Boxing Day and Gran would make big, she'd do a big buffet, big spread, cake, everything like laid out and then sort of my aunts and uncles and the kids, all the kids would go around and we'd have a big Christmas do round at my grand's house. So that was like a, that was the tradition of going to see her. But my mum's side of the family, they all just everyone just did their own things. Mm-hmm. And I remember a few years, my my nana and my granddad would go on holiday. So yeah, it was like the time of year when they like that's what they they've done all of their hard work and got mm-hmm. you know got all the stuff for the grandkids and the the uh, the moms and dads and stuff. And it was like well go switch off, Granda could take a couple of weeks off work and he'd go to Tenerife for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was like, like, at the time, probably thought it was a bit odd because like, obviously that's when we, we'd we make effort and see everyone, but now that I'm a bit older, I, don't, I quite like the idea of just going, you know, maybe just the four of us just going on, day, yeah. and just getting away from it for a week. Because it is, It's more for me, it's more about that, just switching off, which you yeah. can kind of do a little bit better when you're not in your own house a lot of the time, because mm. you're not as bored.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things, that, it's one of those conversations that you sort of have year every year, don't you? Would yeah. you do this for Christmas? Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've probably been reluctant about doing in the past. Or well, Christmas is this, it's meant to be this yeah. way. It's it's harder then to try and go, right, okay, well, we're going to go on holiday yeah. uh, for something. And you might one year we might vary amount, might try it or, or do something a little bit different. But I suppose it's that hard, it's that hard to, to yeah. take that step, isn't it? As you've grown up and you've had Christmas the same way for... Yeah. however many years to finally set that plunge you go, oh no we might do something different this year um, that'll be a big a big step um, well talking about Birmingham and, and sort of Christmas editions, I feel like it's important that we try and get some of those sort of things in there so a couple of things that I remember uh, growing up with is every every sort of Christmas was you do a bit of shopping at the Palisades yeah yeah the old old Palisades All the, boring, the old boring, boring. yeah
1: all boring yeah go through the markets yeah find some no Fear jeans or something <laughs> like that <laughs> <laughs> have a look through there and um in particular
0: i always remember going to latif's now anyone born from birmingham in the 90s should know about latif's
1: i think latif's is still going is it still it's going Still there yeah. i think it's, it's still knocking around in Digbeth.
0: so it was a big cash and carry place wasn't it where yeah. you could just basically buy anything yeah in there anything from neck curtains yeah dinner plates <laughs> you go there you could and it was on so many different floors wasn't it um scaling upwards i remember the one year Uh, We went to Latif's around Christmas time. Mum and Dad obviously wanted to do a bit of Christmas shopping. And as you walked into the entrance into Latif's, there was, um, and I think they've got them in a few places now, a lot of shop and drops for the kids. So the idea being, kids can go and have a play there, or the parents can go
1: and and
0: get the the list sorted, or they can have the piece from the kids, and they can concentrate on what they're doing. Good idea now, and I think some of these places now have got some pretty good uh, shop and drops. However, in the 90s in Birmingham, it was not good. This was not one of the first places I think to do it. And I think the one year, me and my sister, we was only sort of, um, sort of young. We, I think we probably would have said, oh yeah,
1: labor, labor labor, we'll yeah. go and
0: have a look at there. We walked into this place and we just stopped dead in our tracks. Then we stayed in the corner for like a couple of minutes trying to sort of take into place. This would look something post-apocalyptic world. It was devoid of anything that looked like fun. <laughs> I don't know how we would have survived in there. And I think dad must have seen or mum must have clocked us through the window. I said, no, I'm not leaving them in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, come, and luckily they came and got us out straight away. But apart from that, the team was pretty good. I just enjoyed going around there.
1: But do you think, so you sort of said about it, like that, Chris, like it felt like that build up to Christmas, Christmas shopping, mm. like growing up in, in Birmingham, in the inner city, like it did feel like you got sort of swept up with that, like the high street yeah. mentality. Yeah. And like quite often we'd find ourselves running around on Christmas Eve, buying presents, like from my mum or, you know, I'd I'd be in the car, dad would be driving around the high streets or whatever, or we'd end yeah. up in town on the bus or whatever, struggling to get home because the bus is on Christmas Eve and like getting out of Birmingham on Christmas oh, Eve yeah. used to be the worst thing in the world. Like
0: I don't, remember, I don't remember doing too much on Christmas Eve. I think it was more a case of in our house as we were growing up, it was like well if you hadn't done more well Christmas Eve, it's not happening. Christmas Eve was all seems to be like, and it's what I enjoy about Christmas Eve now is the calm before the storm. It's like, it's, just the, it's probably the most peaceful day, like in our house anyway. Before the carnage of Christmas Day and the subsequent days. I'd,
1: I'd agree that Christmas Eve now. Now, as yeah. we're adults, yeah, but I think we've probably influenced that because I remember it being crazy. <laughs> Christmas Eve, it would be like we were. I remember certain certain Christmases where uh, I think what one Christmas, Dad was doing a, he was doing a foreign a foreigner like helping my granddad out for some and like yeah. some cashing in hand on the day. And and we finished at heart like we were stripping wallpaper or something in a in a warehouse or something and then it was like right okay I've got something in the back pocket it's one o'clock let's go get your mom's Christmas present sorted <laughs> oh, no. and, I <laughs> and you know that was I lawyer. We, yeah. but like those things make the memories as well like, oh course cool, like, yeah f- funny memories like uh, my mom's face when she opened the whatever it was her earrings or whatever and she was made up and dad was chuffed and it was yeah. like you know little did she know the chaos that led to that <laughs> the day before so I feel like part of my part of my childhood and then my, like, as I led into my teenage years Christmas Eve and I worked Christmas Eve every yeah, year yeah, as well and yeah. until I was in my mid-twenties I worked mm-hmm. every single Christmas Eve without it fail and I worked right the way through to sort of six seven o'clock sometimes it was carnage and then it was like right okay it didn't finish till really late like in, in relative terms like it didn't finish until the end of the day and then it was like right now we can kick off and those were the best. Those were the best Christmas Christmases for me as well because it was like you'd worked hard, or you'd, mm. you'd you know you'd had a laugh, and you'd you'd sort of seen everyone build up and get excited about being off and Christmas the following day or whatever it was, and then we'd go for Chinese, or then we'd go and have a night out. We had some of our best nights out on Christmas Eve, yeah, like in, in Mosley or whatever, and. It, just everyone was just in good spirits. I think the kids would say vibes, good vibes, <laughs> but um, good spirits. And Christmas Eve was always for me was better than New Year's. Oh, okay. We had much better time on Christmas Eve.
0: Oh, okay. So are you someone then at Christmas that embraces the chaos and, and the carnage of Christmas? Are you or are you like a, a, a dad now that sits there with a am
1: um, <laughs> we'll grabbing from, every piece of wrapping paper, so it's trying to be The chaos, yeah, the chaos, like that led to the celebrations absolutely embraced the chaos because that was just how we got it. Yeah. like it was part of part of the big show if you like but um equally from the moment that I've had kids I have sat there like <laughs> that like, bag. yeah with like with some form of sort of abscess built building up inside me that I'm going to explode if that rubbish isn't put away immediately because <laughs> we've got no room for rubbish in this house because we've so I'd sit there with a bin bag with all of the wrapping rack and, rack and paper, sorting out the cardboard and like recyclables. I'd yeah. be getting it out of the house. Even if it was raining, I'd be running into that house ten times.
0: Let me just give her a little bit of space. Obviously, you've got no space to open what, presents in there. What, no? You've got just no give... space. Yeah.
1: And the first few years, and you'll know with with Lila coming along, the first the first couple of years, like, people just go mad. Yeah, and You've got sacks of presents. And they, I've put one of our traditions, like a Christmas sack, now, our kids will never know that a sack used to be a pillowcase. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't a tailored, customised, personalised, you know, personalised yeah. Christmas sack that you could fit a human in. It was. If you were lucky, it was a pillowcase. Yeah, and there was no such thing as a Christmas Eve box. No, no Christmas Eve boxes. Christmas Eve pajamas. None yeah. of that stuff. Books. Christmas Eve book. None of that. Like we had a sack. Oh, it was just a case of oh, I'll oh Just when can I go to bed? Yeah yeah i want to get to bed when can i go is it too early early? pardon the expression you'd already felt the sack you knew there was a you knew there was a terry's chocolate orange (laughs) in there you're eyeing that up at eight (laughs) o'clock in the morning (laughs) you needed to get to sleep get up and get stuck
0: into that chocolate of course that's what we wanted to do one thing that we just haven't mentioned about birmingham going back slightly though is um the german market yeah now that's a big i'll probably say for the city of birmingham that's a big plus however what are your thoughts on the German market?
1: I've got that as well. Are you,
0: a, well. Got, are, you a, are you a fan or not? I
1: have got a German market and I was sort of saying along the same things but well, I was not thinking about sort of talk, talking to you about the topic really. So I've put good, bad or indifferent. Hmm. I think it started off amazing because it yeah. started off with like it, it was the novelty was amazing like the atmosphere was brilliant um and it put again it was one of those one of those sort of cultural moments where it put Birmingham on the map mm-hmm. and it sort of highlighted a part of Birmingham that we wasn't ashamed of like yeah. that middle part of Birmingham <laughs> and the nice buildings and the ca- we won't talk about the council but the council office and yeah, yeah. you know and town hall and the library even the old libraries like these are like monumental buildings in the in the city and they just ran this market that was like completely pedestrianised through it and the first few years there with the well, the, the glue line and the the big German sort of beers and Brockverse and stuff were brilliant. I think it's probably like, like I'd say it's got too big. It's massive yeah. now. It's I'd, like scary,
0: scary big. Like I, how I'd, much? Th- I'd probably go along with that a bit. I think when we first came about and we we went those first, we used to make it a little yeah. bit of tradition of it. You'd go up every year like yeah. after work or see the lights or whatever. You'd see the lights, have a walk round. You'd buy some of the stuff there. I think as I've got older, now I am very indifferent to it. You know. Um, it seems to be down every sort of street in Birmingham now when it was in that concentrated area I thought it was absolutely fine but it just seems to go along like a long way and it's just the same stalls repeated I think yeah, as, as, it, as it goes throughout and we was up there recently a couple of weeks ago for uh, for something else and we had to walk through that part and it was just I don't know it just makes me sound really old when I say this out but it was so busy yeah. uh, ridiculously busy um, I mean you got a little kid in tow so I don't know maybe it's just me or um, I, I just wasn't feeling it as yeah, much now I don't so, think it is just you because yeah.
1: I think those first few, like, those first sort of few years yeah. the novelty of it being busy as well was nice yeah. cause it was like oh, look how busy it is and yeah. everyone was like I've seen things for the first time mm. whereas now like you said it's become a bit of a you know a little bit of a routine a bit of a you know a tradition I imagine for some families it's a tradition but you know the stalls have got the same stuff on them yeah. you know, and there's more of the same you No, know, it's busier and busier than it's ever been so you can't like, if you wanted to go there and have a couple of drinks and meet up with your friends or grab some food yeah. or go and check the stalls out, you're not going to be able to do that and enjoy yourself and, and have a pleasant experience. It's going to be like you've just gone into TK Maxx. Yeah, I
0: think you it, it think it should, it's just got, in our sense, I think it's too big for its own good. Yeah. In, 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 in that sense. Okay. So um, is there anything, is there anything that you dislike about Christmas now?
1: Well, I'm going to say this is a big, it's a big question. This is oh, okay because it's controversial. Could right. be, but the question I've got down, which is going to link to that, you know, things that I don't like about Christmas. Okay. The question is quality street or roses, Mark? <laughs> this is, we're in the 90s, we're before this era of celebrations and heroes, like these... Uh,
0: what, and when you got a decent amount in a tin?
1: When you got a decent amount, a kilo, yeah. <laughs> a kilo, a kilo <laughs> of confectionery, quality street or roses? Okay, right, I'm going... I'm going to go roses. Yeah, I'm going roses. God, and the know. thing I was going to say that things that annoys me about Christmas is chocolates that no one likes. Yeah. Why are they putting them in Quality Streets or roses or all heroes? <laughs> and why is it? So oh, much- heroes is the bottom of the list for oh, me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Celebrations. At the bottom.
0: Celebrations is is a good now. Oh, I, we're doing. I, we're I do put, like celebrations. You want to put them in order? Yeah, put them in order. Okay. Well, growing up, obviously, it was it was only Quality Street or roses. But now I feel like Celebrations might be at the top for me, purely because there's a few more things in there that I'll eat consistently. I mean, don't get me wrong, Snickers always gets left or last, but I'll eat them. Um,
1: just bring them around all
0: just, in. <laughs> just eat anything. And Roses, it's always, it's the strawberry ones. They're my favourites, the strawberries yeah. are all the Roses. But if you want to rank them from top to bottom, uh, right, I'm gonna go Celebrations, Ooh, top. Okay. Then I'm gonna go Roses, Quality Street, and then Heroes here is like a leave yeah. yeah you know what I mean
1: okay well that's that is that's answered my question which is you no know, was that it was a big ticket item really I want to see uh, I'm speaking to the big confectionery outlets out there get those sweets into metal tins again please <laughs> yeah. and let's get let's get some weight back into them well, yeah. we can handle it. <laughs> I was, there was a
0: thing, that, um, someone had done it, they taken a picture of every sort of quality street yeah. that had bought down the years and you should see how much it's...
1: Yeah, we think we're getting a deal, we'll go and get those, you No, know, that box of celebrations and it's it's 450 grams. 10 years ago, it was 750 yeah. grams. Uh, and who's missing out? We're missing out on probably 300 grams worth of bounties. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is there anything else that you obviously that you dislike about a period? So for example, one of the things that Sort of your parents and the older generations will all level out. They'll always say, "Oh, it's too commercialized." No, and you you can't necessarily disagree with that. It is massively commercialized. And as someone that does enjoy Christmas and I do really enjoy it, sometimes some of the stuff starts a bit too early. And that's coming from me. Um So when I'm seeing Christmas, we're going after- to Christmas decorations in in the shops in September. I so, thought, "Well, this is a bit. This is a bit early." This is.
1: I think that's like that. Yeah. Part of the course isn't it like every every every, um like merchandiser or outlet out there is thinking about how they can squeeze an extra few quid out of consumer
0: um well as you you said we we worked in supermarkets so if you go into some sort of shop, in some shops now, when you're getting towards the end of October, November, there's lots of Christmas tunes on. Oh, I don't remember them being on that early when we was in the supermarkets. Whereas now, I think if I worked in the supermarket and they were starting that early, I, I could understand why I'd be sick of the sort of Christmas by the time we got to actually Christmas. Do you remember them being on that well, I, so particularly early or
1: not? I guess because I sort of, I carried on working in supermarkets until my 20s, not yeah. mid-20s. So I had the joy um of a pleasure of running the warehouse in a big Tesco supermarket yeah. for for a few years, and like so the build up I'd see the build up from September like I'd yeah. see pallets of stuff coming in like mm-hmm. right, where am I going to put it all so like the the pressure of seeing all of that stuff building up like I kind of got used to that like mm-hmm. that was all part of like the cycle really did it become like white
0: noise yeah. a little
1: bit, yeah, all yeah. of that sort of stuff, I guess I see it from the other side, which is like people people preparing and actually know they're putting stuff there and people are buying it and then it's driving its own demand but um i will say co- controversially not a biggest fan of a turkey no no so we you know in this house in in my house where i run some of the baths um we'll have chicken we'll go chicken just to, like it tastes better yeah one, I think- one random year when dad like shout out to dad randomly bought a cockerel <laughs> a Birmingham cockerel. <laughs> it was it was a cockerel from a butcher. It was the last cockerel in the shop. <laughs> but yeah, so apart from the, the odd cockerel, I think one year Dad did a, Dad did goose as well one year and that was nice. Mm. But we had goose and that's yeah. more traditional than turkey actually in, in the UK as a as a Christmas treat. But um Turkey I think I can love or leave. I'll throw it out there.
0: Yeah, I mean it's one of those things that you wouldn't have a turkey joint in the rest of the year like, no, no. normally a lot of people accuse it of just being dry
1: no that is that is true and one thing I've said about the actual Christmas period and I, I mean this in a nice way but it's like a it's a double edged sword so Christ, the whole period of Christmas I, I I compare it to the family version of a lock in at a pub <laughs> yeah. so if yeah. ever you've had a lock in and yeah. for those that don't know what a lock in is you know you're missing out but yeah. it's when the pub decides that they're gonna lock the door Hence the lock-in. They're going to close the curtains and turn the music down, and anyone who's still in the pub can keep drinking, which is a great principle. Yeah. Um, What it does mean is you've got to be quiet and you can't escape. And the first (laughs) person to say I want to leave basically ruins it for everyone. Yeah, you've ruined Christmas. (laughs) But like Christmas, our Christmases are a little bit like a lock-in, a family version of a lock-in, in that you sort of you build you build it up, and like all of a sudden you've got the permission to lock the door and not worry about anything that's yeah. going on outside. But it doesn't take very long for you to think, what, what, like, let's go outside, but Yeah, yeah. We've, we've had our time, we get itchy feet, and want, want to go out and do different things and see people and stuff. That's
0: a, that's a good point as well, it's, it's probably a good time of year where, you know, your phone is becomes the least important thing, like you don't even check it probably throughout those that few days or that week or so where you are constantly with, with family or with friends or whoever, where the phone which, Probably takes over a large portion of your life. Is is, is you know it's it's
1: it's gone. You're not even, you know even you don't care about it at all. Yeah. Um, you can go into that proper switch off mode, which mm-hmm. we should do more of really. Yeah. Um, but then that does. I think because we're just constantly on the, we're constantly wired into things, aren't we? Like you, do, like the danger with that time of year is you can slip into thinking, well, what maybe I should be doing something more with my time. And actually, one of the best things about it Christmas time is, like you said, like you don't even need the excuse to not do anything. You can veg out, you can switch off, you can disconnect from things, you can eat good food, have a good time, um, and don't feel guilty about not going out and doing a thousand steps a day. (laughs) That's
0: what New Year's resolutions were invented for. Exactly. To get over Christmas.
1: That's the second time I've heard you say that today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so we've got some big. I've got some big questions for you now, Paul. Okay, favorite Christmas album and Christmas songs.
1: So favorite Christmas songs—they've changed as I've got a bit older. Mm. I don't think I don't think you can look much further than Slade for the okay. best Christmas song. Yeah, it's just, it's just up there. It's mm-hmm. about a Balter, um, and it's a Brummy song as well. Well, there yeah. you go. That's
0: that's a decent. I'm gonna go with Al and John. Step into Christmas.
1: Yeah, it makes me think of uh, Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. certainly makes me think of Gavin and Stacey, the TV programme. I've
0: got two Christmas albums, and it's mainly because you've grown up. So Mum always used to have on um, Phil Spector's Christmas album. Now, he might be a murdering psychopath, but he's put together a good, decent Christmas album. So, you know, credit where credit's due. Um, that one, and then Mariah Carey's Christmas album. oh but yeah. it came out, because was like a classic and mum used to have it on constant. so those two albums obviously what we grew up with Um, did you have any at all
1: or is it, I think just, it was just collecting just things I might have yeah. bought for my mum at Christmas yeah. like Andre Bacacele like it was the one yeah. time of year mum would be like, she'd, like all of a sudden she'd be like this sort of um classical music enthusiast and we'd be listening to like Tenors and stuff like that. Oh, so. you never hear for the rest of the year. No, but all of a sudden, he had a Christmas album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just pop it out. So, I'd, I'd imagine these days it would be Boobleg, but back then it would it would have been someone like that.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, one of the other good things about the the um, the nineties was uh, some of the Christmas specials that came great, about Great. So great one,
1: Christmas specials and good films. As let, well. Let's let's
0: see. On one particular that was that I remember fondly is Vicar Dibley. <laughs> <Classic>
1: christmas
0: <special. laughs> the christmas dinner honestly i'll still like seek that out and watch that now because i've just found it hilarious the yeah. three christmas dinners have you um
1: have you ever done more than one christmas dinner Ye- oh have
0: we no i don't think i've ever done more than one christmas dinner in a day we've done a christmas dinner and then um and then a christmas night around someone else's house so it's not been two no. christmas oh, okay. dinners in a day I mean, I'm, let's be honest, Paul, I, I was sick off one Christmas dinner. <laughs> I, I don't know how my body would have coped with two Christmas I know, dinners. I know a few people who've been, sort yeah. of,
1: you know, they've done Christmas dinner at their parents and then they've gone around to, to have Christmas oh, dinner yeah. at their in-laws later. And it's that, just, that's a good effort.
0: Yeah. It's just, it was just a great episode It was, and it was indicative of the 90s. I think, it, you know, it was, it was pretty special. Well, I think the
1: Only falls and Horses would have been, a, that would have been in the 90s as well, wouldn't it, yeah. the Christmas special? And I think yeah. that was one because we that would have been at like at its peak mm-hmm. and it was yeah you know, I think that was probably watched more than like Dino and Charles wedding like there was that many people that watched yeah the only falls and Horses special to see them finally make it um so yeah that that's definitely up there isn't it as a, yeah. another classic, but I love the uh, the Wallace and Gromit film <laughs> that
0: were always on Christmas Day yeah
1: always Christmas Day yeah always hilarious yeah like just just silly like and I, I think I, like I get them more than now that I'm older as well so I can see the sort of the, the sort of hidden humor in them
0: what about christmas films then and so can you pin it down to sort of a, a top 3 or or whatever are you are
1: talking about christmas films here this is or, a and a then big,
0: one. big question is die hard is it a christmas film or not
1: die hard is a christmas film is yes. a christmas film I'm glad now. you've said that it's absolutely a christmas film yeah welcome to the party man. Yeah. like yeah. it's a christmas film
0: He's got he's typed his gun to so his back with Christmas type, there's yep. Christmas music, yeah. He's he's a Christmas party. A big, yeah, as well, okay. Howard this is hundred percent a Christmas film. Yeah.
1: And I'd argue it's the best Christmas film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. So hit me with hit me with some year of your five Christmas films. What do you think
1: when we were talking about sort in terms of like a a Christmas film growing up as kids? Yes. Like The Snowman. Yeah. And that, that wasn't just because the lad in it happened to be a redhead and, and happened to have the most high pitched voice in yeah. the world. But The Snowman was like a classic. Mm-hmm. I always think that would always bring a tear to my mum's eye. Yeah. Whether it was the thought that one day I might become like some form of classical Charlotte Church singer, I don't know. <laughs> but The Snowman was a big one. Do you remember the Father Christmas film as well? Like the. the um, Santa Claus the movie? No, the so it was uh, it was all about Father Christmas. What he did when he wasn't Father Christmas. It was like a cartoon, and he basically oh, just, he you did just in swore. You just swore at people. Yeah, he went on holiday and yes. just shouted at people yeah. and stuff like that. I do remember. Remember that, yeah. that one? Because mm-hmm. now that I don't know whether that would pass the PC test. Oh no, think, I'm pretty sure it was on. I'm pretty I think sure. He tell on. someone to bugger off or something. <laughs> <like that>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Christmas films. I mean, Home Alone. Yes, percent. Um, home Alone's got to be the biggest one growing up, hasn't it? It's got to be, it's in there, it's Home Alone 1 or 2? Home Alone, Home Alone 1, just because it's As a better one, Christmas film, but
0: I'm probably saying Home Alone 2, it probably get, maybe gets a few more laughs. Yeah. Purely because of the brick scene.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I still laugh at now. <laughs> and when my daughters watched it, she laughed at it a little bit too much, she was a little bit scared that she was laughing at okay. quite a lot of the violence in here. Um, but now when you watch these Christmas films, especially like Home Alone, for example, which we all love as an adult, you're sitting there going, that wouldn't happen. No. So you're picking out the plot lines, but even so you pick the <laughs> film to pieces, but there's no way that kid would have got left for that amount of time <laughs> and then left to do all of this. So how has he managed to get uh, build for Knox in like an hour?
1: Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Stranger things have happened, Mark. But yeah, Home Alone's over mm-hmm. there. More recently, Alf. Alf is yeah. a quality new, a new Christmas film, but not one we would have had growing up. Well, I'd have loved that film growing yeah. up. Um, yeah, and there's there's obviously things like Love Actually and things like that that would have come out when we were, like, at, like towards our end of our teenage years and stuff like that. A bit more rom- rom-com, which we were seeking <laughs> yeah. for.
0: I think uh, growing up, um, there was a film called Santa Claus the Movie. Yeah. And it's I think it's got Dudley Moore, yeah, um, Dudley Moore. One, of, uh, one of the Alves and that was always big at Christmas, that we always watched that towards... As you're getting really, really close to Christmas, because yeah. it was a atmosphere, or like, you know, Christmas is nearly here. It was all, all the excitement, and still now we'll watch that film closer to Christmas than at the start of the month. So that was big. one. Well, Home Alone was just, was just brilliant. Just loved it. It just made me laugh so much. Um You mentioned Alf. Um, more recently I don't know if anyone's watched it, uh, Christmas Chronicles it's yeah. quite a new one it seems it's, it's becoming a favourite in our house yeah, and that's the thing one. sometimes you can get stuck in what films you watch as a kid and go well there's nothing, there's nothing new out there and the same with, with songs as such but that's that's a newer one that we always tend to watch um, and then there's uh, it, a particular favourite of mine and my wife's is Scrooged with yeah. Bill Murray
1: that's, that seems to be on all the time at the moment yeah. we like that lot so like a like similar sort of Similar vibe, I'd go with like the Muppets Christmas Carol. We've watched that yeah. twice already this year. <laughs> like, I genuinely think it's Michael Caine's best performance. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. absolutely on it. Do
0: yeah. so you do this thing with obviously with Christmas films as well, and associate with food that like to eat, watch? So, what I mean by is when I watch Home Alone, whenever we watch it, I say, Well, I've got to have a pizza.
1: Yeah, because he orders pizza,
0: because he orders pizza, and especially in Home Alone 2, where he orders that pizza and it comes in a limousine or something. Of that looks like sort of the yeah. most amazing piece I've ever seen in my life. So, I have to have
1: food that bit, the companies the film, companies to film. I, like that. I like that idea but then what would you eat what would you eat with food? don't you would have to be just candy wouldn't it It'd yeah, have to be yeah just, well
0: just some spaghetti with maple syrup obviously yeah. <laughs> standard in the top obviously of or watching a or have a little party food or whatever me and wife got this thing where we probably won't eat a you know a proper meal throughout the month of December yeah. just well, what party food have we got in uh, the freezer or the fridge let's whack together an amalgamation of a few
1: things and put that on a very beige tea <laughs>
0: so what does christmas look like to you to you now and then at the same time what does what does christmas mean to you now
1: i think christmas christmas i've assumed the role of my parents really now Mm -hmm. so it's like the shoes on the other foot so to speak so it's all about it's all about how i can make other people feel on christmas day like mm-hmm. that like the joy the the fun the smiles from from the kids from my other half um you know and wanting to try and sort of treat them spoil them like like my parents would have done for us so it, it's yeah. still like it's still the same really for you know but it's just role reversal or change of roles really sort yeah. of just assume that responsibility you seem in, in one
0: sense you know, we're the ones sort of doing a running around as such now, and now you can see what it must've been like for your parents and grandparents yeah, and that. but I
1: enjoy, I enjoy doing mm-hmm. it now, because I feel like, I feel quite privileged to be able to do that, and yeah. like actually, sort of, you know, to some extent, sort of understand and like, appreciate the effort that went into it, because mm-hmm. it would've been harder to do that back then as well. I didn't think so, that yeah. didn't have the benefit of Amazon Amazon Prime, and-
0: No, no, you but know, obviously you'd have <laughs> to, no deliveries, I such, it was, you had to go everywhere for everything, and. Uh, and I can I can get it now. A lot of times, if Dad was at work or such, and Mum didn't drive, it was buses and walking uh, to everywhere that I needed to go. So, so yeah. So obviously, you you're assuming that role of making by people pleasing, making sure that everyone's having a good time, hosting. Um, I
1: think it's that the yeah. closest I'm ever going to get to being a, an alpha male and <laughs> hunter gatherer. Mark, <laughs> to be honest, like I don't hunt, I don't yeah. gather, but I, you know, you know, I sort of. I pro- provide in that way, you know, and I'll still I'll still stress out when there's too many like disused um Christmas uh, wrapping paper all over the living room floor and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, picking up bits. You know, I know. I sort of ground ground myself with the fact that I can still be a little bit grumpy, a little bit grinchy, but I'll do it with a yeah. like a little sort of wry smile on my face because everyone's just having some mm. good time and enjoying themselves. So. Yeah,
0: it's that thing, isn't it? Um, like you just mentioned that you, if you've got the opportunity. Um, and you're in a position where you can do that little bit extra at Christmas. I think it obviously might, might make you feel good about yourself. Um, Christmas to me now is it, it's just all about that time that you're spending. I think with, with everyone and that time where you just generally look like, as a family, as a unit with your friends and that, you just feel genuinely happier. Even if you feel not so good in your body um, <laughs> because of the carnage that comes with you, but you genuinely like feel happier, so it's all about the food. The food I keep mentioning food. It's all about the food and the time that you're spending just watching films and, and obviously just being together, shutting the world away a little bit, um, and you're all concentrating on that period. Is that
1: we don't do, do that on? enough, do we? Because no, the no. only times we really do that are when we go on holiday mm-hmm. and we've got the excuse of being a thousand miles away from home. Yeah. In Christmas, it's the only times you do it. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's all it's all systems go. We're mm-hmm. you know we're thinking about the next thing we've got to do. We're thinking mm-hmm. about the next job we've got to chalk off we're thinking about the next bill we got to pay yeah but when it comes to holidays and when it comes to christmas specifically it's the time when you you give yourself the permission to say okay we, we, i'm doing all right here well we're doing okay and if we're not doing okay we'll be all right in the end so we'll yeah. just we'll just enjoy ourselves while we can um, and that, you know there's probably something to say you know it'd be nice if there was a christmas if there were more opportunities to treat ourselves a little bit like we do at christmas
0: yeah, hundred uh, um, percent. Go along with, with with all of that. Um, so we hope you've en- <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this festive episode of the of the Podcast, and hopefully it evokes some of the memories that you had uh, growing up. We will be back in in a new year, where we've obviously we've got some more episodes plans and and things lined up. So until twenty twenty four, we hope you have a great Christmas. Um, enjoy it, eat lots, drink lots if that's what if that's what you want to do.
1: The New Year's resolutions are to, to dispel all of the, the uh, misdemeanours from the previous year. So don't, don't worry about it. Be kind to yourselves. Enjoy your Christmas time off. Um, and we'll see you in the New Year. We'll see you in the New Year. Thank you, guys. Thank you.